Hello, Yes People, and welcome to the Yes Girls. And boy, do we have a lot of energy to share with you today. Oh, did you see that? Yes Girls and oh boy. Why did you say oh boy? You should have said oh girl. I'm trying to you know, <laughs> spread it around. Gender balanced. Yeah. So we're going to share, you know, positive energy, as she said. Okay, she said Ooh. energy, but we are sharing positive energy and very much renewable energy. Mm -hmm. But more on that a bit later. For now, uh, as you may know, or whether you know or not, we are the Yes Girls, and we are two wanderlusters who are making it our mission to say yes to doing, being, and learning something different every two weeks. And then we document our journeys for you to be here to listen to them. So this podcast is a result of us saying yes to sometimes challenging, sometimes fun, sometimes entertaining, and sometimes downright outrageous experiences. Mm -hmm. And today for episode five, five. of this, the second season of our beautiful podcast, baby, yeah. um, we're proud parents. Yeah, it's almost a year old, no? Okay. Has mm. it start, started walking? It's running. What? Oh, because over. you're, the, fa you're, you're the, the, the father. Are you the father or the mother? Um, that's, a, that's a strange question. <laughs> I don't know. We'll okay, you're the running parent. I'm the running parent. Yeah, <laughs> and our baby is walking, then running, tripping over sometimes, but still trying their darndest. Definitely your dear. <laughs> so today it's Akumal's turn to say yes to something that I already said yes to quite a while ago. Um, so that mm -hmm. means that I'm essentially the expert today, and Akumal is the yes girl of the day. <laughs> Trick. Trick sentence mm -hmm. so if you say that if i'm the yes girl of the day does that mean i am yes girl one um <laughs> please let me have this you're gonna keep trying aren't let you? me have this because there's only one episode left and maybe in episode six i'll let you be the yes of this girl season one. yes the next okay. season you, you can, maybe maybe i'll let I'll you think be. about it yeah. give me till the end of the Come episode on. to think about it damn it okay fine let's go on yes so um yeah, so we, anyway, I mean, we can't keep arguing about minutiae. I wanted to use that word today <laughs> because uh, <laughs> time, is time is a limited resource and life is short. Indeed. Mm -hmm. So we should save our energy, right? Definitely. Instead of fighting. No minutiae. <laughs> anyway, enough minutia, of the minutia, pans. Minutia, minutia, enough of the pans, hints, and the, the fancy vocabulary. <laughs> Please tell us what you said yes to. Okay, so this week, or oh, is it this week? Or this, this episode. This fortnight. I said yes to learning about, wait for it, mm -hmm. clean energy. And damn it, before saying that, <laughs> I think I should have probably said something clever like, I said yes to learning about energy that's had a bath. Or energy that you have when you're eating green smoothies every day. Eating. Eating smoothies. Clean okay, really okay, clean energy that's had a bath. Clean energy like clean f uh, eating green smoothies. smoothies. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. Clean energy. You call that clever. Mm -hmm. Very clever. Well, anyway, you, you know better than to say such silly jokes on this podcast. <laughs> um, I think you've spent too much time under my tutelage. Clearly. Um, but you do know because of that what clean energy actually is about. And you're going to tell us about it in this episode, right? I'll do my best. Please do. Because I'm Akumu. And I'm Claire. And we are... The, the yes, yes Girls! Hey, wait. Where did I go high and you went low? That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> We're rubbing off on each other. <laughs> so let's get on with the episode. Yes! So far this season, we have done, been, and learned. Portrait sketching, pole dancing, 
social media management and online tour guiding. Mm -hmm. That was episode, the last episode, episode four. And it seems you, the yes girls, boys, and everything in between are loving it. Oh, yeah. Okay. At least we hope you are. Uh, <laughs> here's what Imani, one of our favorite listeners, had to say. Take a listen. Oh, wait. Not one of our favorite listeners. We don't have favorites. Oh, like children. You don't have favorites. We can have like a hundred favorites. We, we have favorite podcasts. Let's oh, put it oh, that way. Oh, okay. <laughs> now she's feeling bad because we, we removed favorite from all, her. All our favorites. <laughs> okay. Like the way parents say, Yo, I love you all, but yes. every parent has a favorite. Yeah, but you can't admit it out loud. Yeah, true. Okay, so Imani, you're still, you know, listener of, our, of your favorite podcast, which is us. Listen in. Hey, guys. Thanks for producing such a great podcast. And yeah, all the best with the further journey. Yes, I can imagine it's like, it's pretty intensive but i think it's also given you a lot of insights into different things as you try different challenges and it's also inspiring me to say yes more thank you imani we appreciate you thanks imani big hugs if you also want to send a message you can hop onto our anchor page that's anchor a-n-c-h-o-r dot fm slash yes god pod slash yes girls podcast i don't know how it's spelled bleh. And click on the message button. We love hearing from you. Uh, or you can also head to our Instagram page, always, and uh, see behind-the-scenes action. Slide into our DMs. Yes, suggest please. a challenge or approach. Um, or contact us about potential collaboration or partnerships. That's uh, at Yes Girls Podcast. Yeah, just those things. Nothing else. Don't slide into our DMs for anything other anything. than those things. We say yes to everything. Oh, God. No. <laughs> Don't give them ideas. So we've had so many great comments and DMs. So thank you all uh, for everyone who's been listening, liking, commenting, uh, you know, just anything you've been doing on our socials. Uh, we say yes to you today. Yep, and we hope you loved this episode just as much as we enjoyed making it. So my challenge to Akumu was to learn about something that I've been passionate about in both my professional and personal life mm -hmm. uh, since I moved countries to pursue a career in it. So along with Laura... Our, our honorary yes girl, I was about to say our energy yes girl, which would also make sense. <laughs> oh yeah, that's perfect pun. <laughs> Energ energy. She set about learning about clean energy, about the science behind it, the benefits of it, and how it translates to real life impact and behaviors on the ground. And all of this in just a few days. And the final challenge itself in a few hours where we had to go in an, into a Nairobi community uh, where clean energy is really in hot demand and it's a hot need. And we had to raise awareness about the benefits of using, uh, you know, clean energy equipment and to try and get people there to convert to, you know, such, you know, advanced practices or new age practices. So let's share a bit about what I, I'll share a bit about what I learned. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, clean energy is one of the biggest development sectors in the world, especially right now um, with billions of people burning biomass every single day for cooking lighting mm -hmm. so biomass is wood charcoal or other natural raw materials mm -hmm. um, that are being used to create energy or anything exactly right? yeah. yeah so you burn it and then it converts to to energy heat electricity mm -hmm. um yeah so it's a it's a huge huge issue and big money is going into it uh, not enough <laughs> not enough yet <laughs> there's a lot of money going into dirty energy mm -hmm. but not yet enough going into Clean energy. Clean energy, yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, in, in many cases, the fuels uh, 
that lots of billions of people burn and use for cooking and lighting are extremely polluting, uh, contributing massively to global warming, mm -hmm. indoor air pollution, respiratory illnesses that cause premature deaths of about 4 million people worldwide. I mean, you could simply call it a silent killer. Yeah. Yeah, more than some of the things which we think are endemic, you know, more than tuberculosis, more than malaria. malaria. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I was afraid to say malaria because I was afraid <laughs> to be cancelled by someone. <laughs> no, you're right, you're right. And thankfully, there are many organizations out there trying to change this or contributing to the change. Mm -hmm. um, so there's clean cook stove producers, solar companies, worldwide institutions. Um, so, for example, there's the Clean Cooking Alliance under the United Nations Foundation. Okay. There's the Global Off-Grid Lighting Association, the mm -hmm. World Bank, all like funding, facilitating, resourcing, helping to build the sector and pouring funding and research into changing dirty energy practices into clean energy practices and providing first-time energy access in certain scenarios. Certain places. Um, um, but we still have a long way to go. Super long. <laughs> and 2030 is coming soon. Um, so in Kenya alone, more than 80% of the population burns biomass in their homes. And this is not only costly, but it also it also costs a lot for you know, our environment. There's a huge environmental impact on, mm -hmm. on that. So one organization in Kenya that's doing a lot to combat this is Livelihoods. So that's lively as in lively. With a Y. Yeah? Yes, with a Y. Lively mm -hmm. with a Y. And then hoods, like you know, my hood, my neighborhood. Right, or also the hood hoods. I'm wearing. Hood, livelihood. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for illustrating. Uh, so livelihoods trains youth and women in urban informal settlements across Kenya to distribute clean energy products, uh, like clean burning cook stoves and solar products, so that they, the youth and women, earn an income and households have access to clean energy products um, and the environment can breathe more easily. Mm -hmm. And we can breathe better yep. air from the environment it's a funny story yesterday i was coughing after skipping outside the gym so i was wondering yeah maybe mm. maybe it's climate change <laughs> anyway so along with laura our guest uh yes girl for this episode uh we joined livelihoods for a day to learn more so tell us Sokumo, tell us what happened on your own clean energy journey let's do clean it and a journey oh i love it <laughs> clean energy <laughs> new word a lot <laughs> So clean energy, where to begin? So I know quite a bit about clean energy in general terms because I've worked with some clients in the space, in the general space. I mean, clean energy is huge. There's so many different aspects of it, right? There's mm -hmm. cooking and then there's transport. There's, I mean, there's so many. Um, but I've just known it on the, on the high level, on the top level. Uh, but the thing uh, that was and still is absolutely new to me is how that entire clean energy and climate change action space translates to my day-to-day -day life. And even worse, I, I'm not sure how it translates to fellow Kenyans' lives, especially those who know very little about climate change and the whole climate change, uh, you know, discussion. Um, so it was hard enough for me to come to terms with that fact and also the fact that, um, I mean, we have been destroying the planet for a century now or more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's also hard to come to terms with the fact that green uh, renewable energy is one of the new kids on the block and, and we are really praying for it to save us from doom, impending doom. So, uh, I mean, I've had conversations with climate change deniers. 
<laughs> oh gosh. Imagine. Yeah. Uh, I don't agree with, you know, the general uh, idea of that climate change that doesn't, uh, you know, exist. But, you know, there are some things you talk to someone who you don't agree with and they make some few points and you're like, hmm, okay, that's a good point. And, and the same has happened when I had a debate with, uh, with a renewable energy conspiracy theorist. And I was finding myself, you know, halfly agreeing and I was like, damn. So, I mean, even they have you know, reasons why they are thinking like that. But that's that's healthy. That's how yeah. you engage in debate. You need, need to be open and be able to see the reason behind things that you disagree with. Exactly. Even like if you, you still disagree with shoes, them. Right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I do that a lot, which is both, both a curse and a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I was going into this whole challenge with all those things in mind, you know, what I know, what I've heard, and, and what I kind of disagree with, what I partly disagree with and all that. And um, it was completely outside my comfort zone because of that, but also because um, I don't like doing sales, especially face-to-face -face sales, because I always feel like it's begging. You're begging someone to do something, <laughs> and it's it's part of the reason why I'm in the in the career I'm in right now. It's because I don't do hard sales. Yes, I'm a marketer, but I do content marketing where you are enticing people and you're going around the bush to get them to finally come to your space and buy what you're selling, you know? So Claire telling us that we are going to a community to actually sell something. Damn, it was hard. <laughs> All right, ladies, you've had your brief training on clean energy now. Uh -huh. And you're about to go out to the field to be clean energy ambassadors. Ooh. How are you feeling? Uh, a bit uh, scared. Scared? <laughs> yes. <laughs> because I personally am scared of sales and just approaching people is always shit. That's why I hide behind uh, computers. That's why I do content marketing, right? I don't face people. And this is face to face. <laughs> I know. It's hard. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. And Laura? I'm actually really excited. Like, this is a challenge. Yeah. I'm, really, I'm not really into sales, but I love a good challenge. So yeah. this, I'm looking forward to. You are more of a yes girl than the original. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Mine is a small yes, hers is a big one. Yeah. A big, big, big yes. <laughs> Let's go for it. So that explains, I mean, that explains why I was feeling a bit trepidatious. I think you used this word a few episodes ago. Mm -hmm. Trepidatious. So you're just copying me. It works, right? It, it works in this context. When you say it the way you're saying it, Come on. it, it well, sounds a bit odd, it? but yes. How do you say it? You're, the way I say it was uh -huh. trepidatious. What's wrong with mine? <laughs> I say trepidatious. Same thing. There's just something about the way you say it. Claire is a hater. Is it my accent? I will make no, fun of my no, accent. No, no, no. Carry on. Exactly <laughs> as you were. It's perfect. So I was feeling trepidatious uh, <laughs> getting into the challenge. And um, so we were to go into the Kawangware neighborhood right next to where the livelihood uh, office is. And, and funny enough, it's directly opposite my former school. Shout just, out to Bibelius. <laughs> and just to <laughs> clarify, Kawangwari yeah. is a neighborhood within Nairobi. So within we're still Nairobi. within the city of Nairobi. Yes, within the city of Nairobi. And it's opposite my high school. Shout out to Bibelius. I had to say that again so that uh, Claire can roll her eyes. <laughs> yeah, so um, I was very, even though I was trepidatious about going to actually sell face to face, um, I was lucky to have a sidekick that was super happy about this challenge. She's energetic. And, and of course, she does PR. Like, she's a PR person in a PR agency. So she's the kind of person, even outside PR and aside work, she just enjoys a good challenge. 
like Laura, I think, listens to all kinds of music, all kinds of movies, like no, no fuss, nothing. So Hashi was very excited. So I remember even when, uh, oh, so actually before we went, um, I took the cooking stove. She took the solar lamp. Solar home system. Yes, thank you. Solar home system. So she had the, the hard thing to sell. And I had the kind of easy one to sell. <laughs> so when we were looking for people to approach, I remember we approached a Bajia woman. The, the first person we approached was a Bajia la uh, vendor, um, a lady who was cooking Bajia. And uh, it was kind of easy uh, to sell uh, the stove to her because we were just pretty much telling her, this is the amount of money you're going to save in a year or two. Uh, and also we were telling her the fact that the stove, it's really cute. I mean, you should see one of the stoves. They look amazing compared to what everyone is using on the, um, right now uh, in that neighborhood. And we also pitched the fact that uh, it wasn't going to be too smoky. And all that worked for her. So it was kind of an easy sell. And of course, as a good saleswoman, uh, I also insisted to buy her bajia. Uh, after the talk, because uh, they looked distractingly delicious in my head <sighs> as she spoke to us while frying them. So I had to kind of buy them after that. And I hoped that that would be, would kind of make the sale even easier and she would definitely contact livelihoods after that. So are you seeing the sales tricks I was, I was doing here? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, it was all part of a strategy. Yeah, I see, kind I wasn't of, just no, being but, tempted. <laughs> no, but the Bajiers were looking amazing and they were, they were awesome. So Laura was super pumped. Even when she was pitching the solar home system, it was way harder to sell. And most people thought she was too expensive and frankly also unnecessary. Um, so Laura did a very interesting thing. She, she threw in the fact that, that, you know, candles these days are not as durable as they used to be. And they're pretty tedious to use. And then you have this solar home system that just sorts you out and you don't have to pay KPLC. KPLC is a how do you explain KPLC? Kenya, Kenya Power Company, basically. Yeah, they, the they, grid. Yeah, the, the national grid. grid. The, the grid people that we pay. But you to. have to pay yeah. a lot of bills to. Yes. So we were just, we were selling that to them, telling them, you know, candles, no, you know, paying KPLC, no. But I think the fact that it was uh, a bit above their budget, it, it was all, always a harder sell. So most of them, you remember, they were saying, ah, give it to us as a as a package deal with the stove. Yeah. Because the stove was an easier sell. Which is something by like... Yeah, like they'll consider. buy... Except, except the solar home system is way more expensive way than more the expensive, stove. Yeah. But I think you should find a <laughs> so way It's like buying a car and getting a free house. You need to find a way to get like a, a one lamp mm -hmm. as, as a package deal. I don't know. Anyway, I was, I was trying to give Claire, you know, business advice. And... <laughs> I'm not even on your own challenge. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, so I know. So Laura was doing some amazing things uh, doing the sale. And I remember, you know, when we were going to the first Bajia vendor, I, I tried to push her to go first because I was scared. But after the first, uh, after the first success, kind of, the fact that it was being taken very easily, uh, I was more courageous, you know, to now even start a pitch, approach and pitch. So I think the next thing, the next place we went to was a salon on the same street, uh, a few blocks away. And still women, one was cooking and two were standing and it was pretty easy to sell the stove. Again, the solar home system was hard to sell. Um, but of course, in the end, we ended up uh, speaking to Boda Boda guys. So Boda Boda, if, for those of you who don't know, is named for a motorbike. So Boda Boda guys are people who transport others, parcels and things on the motorbike. So there was just a bunch of them on a corner and we we approached them with the stoves and they were really intrigued. And I think that was the best part of that afternoon <laughs> because we were talking to a different um, 
target audience. Because before we were talking to maybe a woman and whether she's single or not, I think they seemed to buy the idea, but we were not sure they were the decision maker or the, maybe the person who pays for things financially, right? So the fact that we were talking to Boda Boda guys and you know we approached them, they said, yeah, we use gas and they were very proud of it. And then we told them, oh, by the way, you can spend less money with this stove. They were very intrigued. And then now uh, the interesting thing we did with Laura was we brought in the breadwinner uh, pitch where we told them, oh, you give her how much in a month? Ah, now imagine with this stove, you'll give her way less money. And then his eyes were big and he was interested. Like less money for fuel. Right? Less money for fuel, yeah. yes. And, and he, I think he, he just, I think at some point he even made a joke and said, um, if I hadn't been using gas the past year, by now I would have bought a car or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so that was interesting, just seeing, um, talking to a, a target audience on one perspective and talking to a different target mm -hmm. audience who actually makes decisions financially. Um, or at least that's the impression that they gave. That's ex yeah, that's the what they gave. But the got, one yeah. one guy actually said yes. He gives the mm. wife this amount of money, so we use that, and and that was kind of the sales tricks that I somehow found that I ha happen to know, and even Laura knows. Like you ask someone a question, and then you use what they've told you to sell to them and mm -hmm. find a way in. Yeah. So that was pretty much the experience, and just the fact that. Um, it was kind of an easy sell. The stove was an easy sell because it's very useful. And I think sales in general, I'm scared of sales in general, but I think this challenge taught me, taught me that selling something that's actually useful is way easy. Like you don't have to do so much work. Um, you convince them, the thing convinces them for, for you. It sells itself. Exactly, mm -hmm. sells itself. So you need to make uh, cook stoves that actually speak. Then you won't <laughs> need salespeople. <laughs> So, are we done for the day? So far, yes. Depending on whether we'll find someone else interesting to talk to. <laughs> yeah, but Laura, what did you just tell me? Pretty much done for the day, but I think it was quite successful. We got lots of guys interested. Okay, lots from. <laughs> yeah, like women. Literally women, everyone men. we talked to were excited about the product. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm sure there'll be follow-up and there'll be sales. But didn't you just tell me I can go home now and you'll stay selling? Oh yeah, that's a plan. <laughs> yeah, because the coffee is finally out of our lives. <laughs> so maybe, maybe. It's actually really fun. I'm enjoying. Yeah, I'm enjoying. You are naturals. Yeah. So uh, I think all these people we talked to eventually took the livelihoods contacts uh, so that they can contact them later. I mean, we were not taking the money. We were just giving them the contacts for livelihoods, and then they would contact them and have a discussion. Yeah. And I think most of them also interested in, you know, paying uh, slowly and all that. So we told them, please contact them for more information. Mm -hmm. uh, we're trying to get them to contact them. Yeah. So overall, I enjoyed the experience and I even felt uh, interested in exploring sales a little more. But don't quote me on that. Anyone who's listening who wants to give me a job, I'm not going to do you sales. You do know we're recording. I know, right? So it's very <sighs> easy to quote you. <laughs> okay. Anyone? Oh, I know. Okay. I'll just stop that line of thought. Anyway, meanwhile, uh, unlike Laura, who would do it again? I think after that after that uh, afternoon, she said, yeah, Claire, just give me more of these things. I'll yeah. sell them for you. Yeah. <laughs> so Laura was excited. Um, 
but I was I was like, mm, you can call me, but maybe after three months, you know. Um, so it was fulfilling to sell something useful and also to learn a few sales skills that I've probably never used before. So I think I would rate myself a 7.7. Okay. It's quite low, kind of low, because I went in not excited. I didn't go with energy to sell the energy. <laughs> so I you think to... that you started off much lower and then... As you went along, you exactly. kind of increased, exactly. increased I increased my energy, my pace, and I just got excited. I, I think Laura's excitement was mm. was uh, contagious. Yeah. Yeah. It That's was. It. I've got yep. to say. Okay. Um, well, maybe I can give my opinion as well. Yes, a please. Bit of history. Uh, so tell us a bit of history. Maybe I think you mentioned clean energy brought you to Kenya. Sort of. Sort of. Let's get into that next. Yes, tell me. I'd like to hear. My journey into clean energy probably started when I was in secondary school. Mm -hmm. And I realized we could directly, each of us, take actions that helped the environment, the world around us, and ourselves, right, and our families. Mm -hmm. uh, so with some of my school friends, we were super cool, super non-nerdy. <clears throat> uh, we campaigned and organized to launch a school-wide recycling scheme. Non-nerdy, yeah. Okay, continue. Yeah, no, we, we were very, very nerdy and loving it. Mm -hmm. um, so this was before the UK had widespread recycling, mm -hmm. even in schools, homes, businesses, right? Mm -hmm. So it was, it when was new. Sucker. Secondary school... 2001, 2002. Oh, okay, that's a long time ago. Like 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, about 20 Everyone years Everyone has just calculated your um, age right now. <laughs> no problem. I have no, I'm proud of my age. I earned every <laughs> single one of those years and wrinkles. <laughs> so fast forward to when I entered into the world of work. Mm -hmm. And one of my first jobs took me to Tanzania. Mm -hmm. Working in, you, you guessed, guessed it, it, clean energy. Mm -hmm. So I would ride around the countryside around the Lake Victoria area. Mm -hmm. in Tanzania, uh, hammering solar panels into the roofs of rural homes, mm -hmm. using Google Translate to explain to people how to charge their phones and light their homes with this newfangled technology, right? It's still quite quite wow. new then. How different is this company? Okay, you'll tell us later. It's very similar. It's very similar, similar to what I'm doing now. But you were doing, yeah. you're going to the field. It was a much earlier stage company. Mm, yeah, company okay. which is now doing amazingly, by the way. What's the name of the company? I won't name them on this because no. I haven't got permission. Um, so flash forward to moving to Kenya uh, and I actually joined Livelihoods, mm -hmm. right? The organization that we that you've talked about that we partnered with for this episode. So I joined them as director of development and I was there for four years, four amazing years, mm -hmm. securing funding, conducting monitoring and evaluation activities, uh, talking to manufacturers, users, investors and researchers. And I really, during that time, honed my technical knowledge mm -hmm around the benefits and technologies involved. Mm -hmm. But most importantly, I saw how all of this translated to the actual needs and and use cases on the ground, mm -hmm. right? So I would actually visit households and businesses um, across Kenya. A mm -hmm. work even took me to India mm -hmm. to, to visit peer organizations. Um, and what I learned, I actually what I learned was even more important than that. Mm -hmm. It was that, clean energy and the transition to a cleaner, less polluted, healthier and more economical world mm -hmm. is through individuals who make choices that are right for them mm -hmm. and right for their families, communities and the wider world, right? Um, what I mean by that is no, the, you won't get a household that will buy a solar product because it'll make the world a better place. 
Like we make choices that are right for us mm. and the benefits for the wider world are kind of a knock-on effect. That's true. Actually, even when we were selling, we were not talking about climate no. change, blah, blah, blah. That's not what's going to make someone buy. Yeah. In the same way that, you know, I don't often, you know, I could choose to take a train. It could be more economical for the environment than a plane, but I'm more likely to take a plane because it's quicker, which is more important to me, mm. right? Mm. Sadly, we usually make choices that are best for us. Yeah. So here the good thing is these are choices that are better for individuals but also benefit the world, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, so they'll buy it because it saves them money, right? Mm -hmm. A clean cook stove or a solar home system uh, saves them money, keeps their house cleaner, Gives them a social status exactly. by something yeah. modern and aspirational. Aspiration, you are telling us about aspiration. aspiration yeah. Exactly. But at this they they'll realize afterwards, oh actually, yeah, this does, you know, we are cutting down fewer trees or we are producing less charcoal or, you know, oh, this climate change thing, oh, that's this is part of it. Oh nice, I feel good about that. The question. So do you in the companies you've worked for, were you putting that in the marketing strategy? No. What do you mean? To to sell at the base of the pyramid mm -hmm. in emerging markets, so in you know in Africa and Asia, that is not the way to sell these products. Mm. So you have to not even mention climate change. You can mention it, just won't it won't it, it won't help. Sell. No, so you are it's too abstract. Money. We mentioned the, the the how it impacts the individual, right? Where, where would so you... cleaner kitchen, uh -huh. um, you know, less money, less less coughing, mm. right? If it's for cooking, right? Cooking with, with things that produce a lot of fumes. Mm -hmm. um, but where would you use the high level kind of... Discussion? So that's when it comes to the, the development argument, right? Mm. Funding, development, mm -hmm. the actual broader impact beyond the individual, the health impacts even. Uh -huh. um, you know, we know that that's scientifically factual, but that's not what changes the individual's life, exactly. right? Yeah. We're not as in, most of us as individuals will not suffer because of climate change right now. That's the sad truth yeah. about it. Yeah. Most of us, I mean, many are, and I'm not dis negating that, right? Mm -hmm. The flooding, the <laughs> fires, the bushfires, etc. Yeah. They are very real and affecting a lot of people, but the majority of the world will not be, they won't have their livelihoods affected or their health or um or safety directly affected by climate change decades. in the next couple of decades yeah. exactly yeah. not in a major way that they'll say this is directly due to how we cook or light our homes okay yeah. um so um so yeah um to this day mm -hmm. i work in clean energy mm -hmm. um so i actually work with biolite which mm -hmm. is one of the uh products that Man, the, one of the companies that manufactures one of the products we were we were working with. Shout out to Biolite. <laughs> and I'm still constantly learning and asking questions. Uh, and th this clean energy world, as I'll call it, is one that I find incredibly satisfying and worthwhile to be involved in personally. Mm -hmm. um, and I would I would really encourage anyone to look around them and just look at you know how we cook, how how they as an individual cook and clean and light their house. Um, and how the people around them do as well, right? Um, family members in rural areas, or you know, how you know what are we burning? Where where does your energy come from, mm. right? Do you actually know? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's usually in more rural areas where we see the most polluting energy practices at the household level. Mm. But then, obviously, it's higher income people who can have a ma major impact on with, through things like transport, which you mentioned, yeah. right? Planes, yeah. trains, automobiles. Um, 
So I was really proud of how Kumu and Laura really got stick in, got stuck into this very difficult and sometimes quite abstract topic. Mm -hmm. um, and I really saw you guys getting into it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, Laura's energy is infectious. Yeah, but even you, I mean, you were asking a lot of questions when we were with Livelihoods and getting the briefing beforehand on the product. We had one of their sales agents and one of their managers there. Mm -hmm. um, they had a lot of questions. So I would give you both a 9 out of 10. Yay! The only reason I'm not giving you a 10 uh -huh. is because I think that now you still need to go beyond mm -hmm. what beyond you learned with livelihoods. Mm -hmm. Keep learning about it, talking about mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. uh, with people around you um, and to really like apply that knowledge and expand it mm -hmm. and share it most importantly. Awesome. Right? Because it's not enough for you to just have that but really mm -hmm. share it. Proselytize. Spread the gospel. What? Oh, there's a new big word for you. What? <laughs> Please Pro spell it. Proselytize, I think. Proselytize. Proselytize. Yeah, like oh. convert people. God. <laughs> it's like... <sighs> too I much learning for you today. But I have one question before we move on. Um, so if you are not in the cooking, which, which areas of Both. clean energy do you handle? Cooking and lighting. If you are not in those two, which other area would you be interested in? Of clean energy yeah. or of the world? Clean energy, climate change, that whole shebang. I, I mean, I've... I Transport? No. No, really. I mean, these are the two that I've just... Like, I, f I fell into them, kind of. So... Would you I, have chosen them if you had the choice? Um, I don't know if anyone just chooses because of, like, looking at a list and picking it out. It's mm -hmm. all to do with what exposure you have and mm -hmm. developing an interest. Mm -hmm. Um, So... Um, and, and like I said, it goes back... You know, the recycling scheme I started in school, it, it goes back to like a a concern and a, a drive to do better. Mm -hmm. um, so wait, so you, you le you've never done recycling projects ever again? Are you going to do more? Um, well, now, thankfully, recycling is so widespread mm -hmm. in the UK. Yes. Uh -huh. uh, in, in Kenya. Kenya, Ooh, not so Different much. story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But no, even in my running club, right, we, we always give small plastic bottles at runs. Mm. And I'm trying against <laughs> so much resistance to start, you know, not providing small plastic bottles. Like, bring your own reusable bottle. Mm -hmm. And we bring one of those big... Uh, dispenser type bottles okay so you can fill up your bottle on the way um it, even just little things like that that's how we can all make a difference right it doesn't have to be starting a school-wide recycling mm. scheme or distributing hundreds of thousands of clean energy products across Joining, africa you know organizations yeah so for it you you're looking at it in an individual way level. i mean we can all great go and do those big things but if we can all make the, even the smallest impact right use i always carry reusable straws with me Right, metal straws. I always have one in my backpack. Where so if I go, you can buy them at um, organic markets. You can buy them from a lot of like kitchen stores. But not normal supermarkets, no? Mm, yeah, some Kenya. normal supermarkets will have, but I'm not sure of all of them. But if you actually look for them or if you go on Instagram, there's a lot of Instagram accounts. Just literally type like green or recycled mm. or, you know, eco-friendly products or reusable straws in, your, in the country you're in and you can find order them so anytime I go in and get like a, a milkshake after a long run I love chocolate milkshakes after long runs or you know go to a bar and get a cocktail I use I'm like no thank you I don't need a plastic straw it's only one straw a week maybe but at least yeah. you are doing that and someone else might see that and 
be inspired as well. And it's those little things that add up to big change. Okay. Right? That, that's like in everything. But not everyone looks at little change in the same way, you know? Yeah. And also, it's not even about the impact it has. It's also that you feel, you know that you're doing something and you feel, you can feel proud of the way that you are carrying yourself through the world. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Preach. <laughs> Claire for president. <laughs> <laughs> not sure which country though. <laughs> you have the choice. So if you want to learn more about clean energy, you can please do. Yes, please. She she she'll she'll stalk you. <laughs> <laughs> She's obsessed. <laughs> you can click on the show notes of this episode uh, to get the links and any useful resources we'd like we'll we'll share uh, with this episode. And please, please, please check out livelihoods. It's L-I-V-E-L-Y hoods. Hoods like the hood, hood, neighborhood, and the hood that I'm wearing. <laughs> And the website is livelihoods.com, same spelling, dot .org. .org, sorry, dot .org. And, and please check out Biolite at biolitenergy.com or Biolite on Instagram, yeah, at Biolite, B-I-O-L-I-T-E. Yeah, and if you want to suggest something that you think the Yes Girls should do, be or learn for a future episode, uh, share us. Share, share your ideas. If you want to share your expertise, your business or passion with us through one of our episodes, please do get in touch. We are all is at Yes Girls Podcast. We also share behind the scenes photos, videos, reels, anything you want uh, <laughs> on our social. Embarrassing so, embarrassing, <laughs> embarrassing dances that Claire d- does not <laughs> want to do. <laughs> please never make me do them again. <laughs> we are doing one today. No. Anyway, so you can get a little bit of all that and what we put ourselves through in the name of doing, being and learning for your entertainment. And education. So right now we burn for our pr- we burn. <laughs> oh my god, this reminds me of this Bridgerton. <laughs> I burn for you. I burn we, for you. We Dan burn and Doris. for you, Dana Seda and Doris Onyango. She's laughing. She's looking at us and laughing. That's burn because like burn you know like you. A, a a clean burning cook stove, right? Not because we actually burn for you. Like. You're using clean, but you know in Bridgerton they didn't mean the clean. It was not clean. Was <laughs> Bridgerton is not, not clean. Clean. That's why I love it. Okay, so so Dana said and Doris, we burn you in a clean way. We burn for <laughs> you, at, uh, because they produce this <laughs> podcast for us at Semabox, uh, Baraza Media Labs, and we are overflowing with energy for Pedro Brian, who composed our wonderful theme music, and we are shining a bright light for livelihoods and biolight. Yes. For helping us out with this episode, for training us, for answering our questions. And we have clean energy, for uh, plenty, plenty of clean energy for you, the Yes Girls and Boys and everyone in between. There's just one more episode to go for this season and this current format of the show. So we'll see you, or rather you'll hear us, in two weeks where I will be saying yes to something, which I thought I would be able to get away with never saying yes to not a chance <laughs> ha 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 evil laugh ha ha anyway but she's a yes girl right so she has to go outside her comfort zone mm-hmm. whether she likes it or not yep so see you next episode right yes 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 because we are the, the yes, yes girls, girls. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah.